Strikus Duplessis versus Israel Adesanya at UFC 300? Is this for real? I mean, are you serious? So Hamza's not fighting for the title? <laughs> you already know what I'm thinking. I want to see Hamza fight for the title. But I wouldn't be mad if they could pull this off. If Duplessis and Israel Adesanya can lock horns. Be a great thing for UFC 300. Broadcasting live from an undisclosed location. This is the community. MMA with your host, Chris Cross. Yes! Yes! Let's go, baby! Dana White Privilege. Let's go, baby! Baby! happening it's your boy Chris Cross checking in this is the TC MMA podcast aka the community MMA so Israel Asanya teasing us today just teasing us and what Adesanya is saying is listen I'm fighting Trikis Duplessis for the belt at UFC 300 all right not in so many words you know but he's putting social media posts out there with a big 300 in half the photo, referencing the movie. But he's teasing us a little bit with this Duplessis matchup at UFC 300. So is this for real? I mean, is this really going to happen? I say it's a toss-up. I say in reality, there's no chance it happens. But at the same time, the UFC must do something to spark the main event at UFC 300. That's just a simple fact. And you don't have many names out there left. You got Alex Pereira that might sell. Adesanya definitely sells. It stinks for Hamza if that's the case. But Adesanya definitely sells UFC 300 at the top of the ticket. Going for his third uh, middleweight title. Right? Like winning it, losing it, winning it, losing it. And then trying to win it again. That's the bottom line. So, I say no, it probably doesn't happen. But it is a possibility, even though it's hard to see Adesanya rebounding this quick, right? I mean, he's got some things he's dealing with. Trikis Duplessis just got off the fight. So, you know, how's all this going to transpire? I mean, Duplessis just went to battle. He just went to battle. With Sean Strickland. So how is this going to happen? It just doesn't seem like to me like it's timing up to work out. It just doesn't seem like everything would fall into place this quickly. I mean, how could it? How could it? Adesani's not ready. Duplessis not ready. But the UFC needs a main event for UFC 300. So everything is on the table right now. Do you understand what I'm saying? Everything is on the table. And if that means the UFC's got to ante up to make it happen, they're going to ante up to make it happen. 
because Adesanya is not going to be ready and Duplessis isn't going to be ready. So the UFC is going to have to do something to entice both these guys. I mean, they don't need to be enticed too much because it's for the title. But Duplessis more than Adesanya. Like, Adesanya is not ready, but he could do it. Duplessis is the one that's like, man, can I at least enjoy the belt for three solid months before I have to uh, defend it? What's the rush? Those type of things. So, you know, but then at the same time, it's like, when you look back in history, when you move forward five years and you look back at 300 and your Drake is Duplessis, you want to say you headline that event. So th there's a lot at play here uh, for both these fighters, for the UFC. Whoever headlines this event, and hopefully it's a good headliner, it's got to be a good headliner. But if it is, whoever headlines it and wins is going to go down in history. So why wouldn't you want to be on this card uh, even against all the odds. Now, as a Hamza fan, right? As a Hamza fan, this stinks a little bit, but it's also okay because at least we're getting the fight uh, pretty quickly. Like, okay, if he's not fighting for the title now, let's get these two fighting and get it over with, and then we got to wait through another middleweight title. And I think what's going on is the UFC probably, if I had to guess, offered Hamza a fight and he didn't like it. And that's why you started hearing him getting on the horn a little bit uh, a couple weeks ago. Because he probably got offered a fight that wasn't for the title. And then he got all, you know, upset about it. That's why he's he's saying, I was promised this and I was promised a title fight. And he's blasting the matchmakers and we did the podcast on that. And... That's all, if I had to guess, as a result of the UFC offering him a fight, because they got to offer three a year, and they're offering him a fight that he doesn't want to take, and they know he probably won't take. And therefore, that caused a reaction by Hamza. But the UFC fulfilled its obligation, because it's just got to offer you three fights a year. And if you say no, that's not their problem. Supposedly, that's how the contracts are written. So... You know, you have all these things at play, but at least like, let's get this fight over with. If I'm Hamza, I might fight someone from now till then. Yeah, it's a little risk, but not really because you still got to prove yourself. So you got to fight. You're not high enough ranked right now to to be waiting for opponents. And maybe he can't fight because there's other issues like maybe Visa or he's just not ready to go. He's not back to 100%. You know, there's a lot of things uh, at play here. For Hamza, so he's not ready to go. So, might as well get Duplessis and Adesanya out the way. And how crazy would it be if Vrykis didn't hold on to the belt but for like two and a half months? And and could he even fight at 300? After going five rounds in January? Like from January to April? I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. But I did tell y'all he would be Strickland, uh, Strickland didn't I? Y'all wanted to move past that. You want to forget. And... <laughs> no! Let's go! Mm -hmm. Let's go! Yes! 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 just stole the bell, baby. Yes! Rikers just stole the bell. What'd I tell y'all, man? Yeah, it was a good night, man. And people said to me, like, why are you excited? Why 
it's only going to make Hams I have to wait longer. I'm not I'm not excited from that perspective. I'm excited because the guy that I told you was going to win was going to win. And a lot of people were saying, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't watch fighting. You don't know anything. And then the same ones are claiming, oh, it was, it was he got robbed. And it, listen, at the end of the day, you had 15 rounds judged. Three judges judging five rounds apiece. And when you count up all the rounds, it's eight to seven. Right? Three to two, three to two, and two to three. It's eight to seven. It's a perfect split decision. I mean, it could have very easily, percentage-wise, odd-wise, whatever, gone the other way. That's how close the fight was. And you look at, and I'm a numbers guy. I look at the, the stats and I, stay, I, I do say Strickland won the fight on the stats, but maybe that's why they judge the rounds too because it was, Dreykus was pulling away at the end. And if it's a street fight, Dreykus probably wins that situation. Who knows? But that's what it looked like. And I just can't see him fighting at the UFC 300 and rebounding that quickly. But the UFC's got to do something. So we haven't heard the last of this issue because the UFC hasn't done anything yet uh, as far as booking a fight. They haven't. And we promise you the do list will be updated. Of course, Hamza still won, but the big thing was Drakus Duplessis. And when I was doing this and knowing he could fight Adesanya, and you see Adesanya's at 10 and then Drakus is at 11, and many of you were thinking, Chris Cross, you said Drakus will be in the top seven or eight. Yeah, I was all pumped up after the win. But if he fights Adesanya, I'm not so sure Adesanya doesn't win that fight. Just when you think Adesanya is done, man, he always re he rebounds. And he's not that old to where it's like, okay, he's falling off just yet. He's got a little bit left in him. He's got enough left in him to win the title. And Adesanya does not like Duplessis. At least it appears that way, right? I mean, no fighter likes another fighter when they're getting ready to get locked in the cage. I can promise you that. And if they do like each other, it's for a short period of time. Because as soon as that bell goes, forget about it, man. You're trying to take my food and I'm trying to take yours. And that's what it is. So yeah, Drakus didn't move into the top 10. After all, I couldn't move out of Sonya out of there knowing they're going to fight and knowing that I could lean towards out of Sonya. I'm going to have to really look at the stats and break this thing down. And I hate to go against Duplessis. But if Adesanya can win the belt, we can eventually get a Hamza versus Adesanya fight, which then would take months because if Adesanya wins, he's not fighting anytime soon. It's not going to be like Duplessis on a three-month three, three month rebound. I can promise you that. So we might be waiting a while. But if they do fight, my belief is that's what's, that's what's going to happen. But of course, I will do, you know, Give it due diligence and I'll look at the numbers and I'll make a decision. But something's going to have to have me look at Drakus and be like, yeah, I don't know if Adesanya can keep up with that. Now, the significant strikes per minute is a problem. But Adesanya's got that heart. He, he knows how to match up with his opponents. At the end of the day, he knows what he's doing. And when he's training and when he's motivated, 
And he's even more motivated when he's not the champ. Who in the heck thought he would KO Pereira to win the belt a second time? Not me. I didn't see that coming. I mean, never count out Israel Adesanya. I'm just telling you, you can't count this guy out. This guy is capable uh, of winning on any given day. That's just the bottom line. So keep an eye on that one. I mean, if this fight happens, even if it's not 300, it's like 302, 303, whatever. That's going to be an interesting fight. And again, it stinks that Hamza is put on the back burner. But when you look at all... Damn, dog, I hear you. (laughs) When you look at the way that he responded on social media, it tells you that the UFC offered him a fight he didn't want to take. And he got PO'd about it. And he had to respond. And it doesn't do anything because the bottom line is it's just a, a business transaction or situation for the UFC. So Hamza's going to be on the back burner for another year, ladies and gentlemen. You just might as well get used to it. He's going to have to, if I was him, I would just go in there and try to wallop two or three guys. I don't care. I need to get my, the, the stigma and the hype back around me because that that's what pushes for, see, if he wouldn't have missed weight against Nate Diaz, and he would have went in there and took care of business like I'm pretty sure he would have, we would not be in this situation right now. Because all the people that are against him that were once for him are only against him because he missed a weight against Nate Diaz. That's it. That's it. Some of you watching this right now were big Hamza fans and then one day just decided, man, he didn't make weight. Now I'm going to turn against him. Or, at worst, a lot of people that were for him just went silent when he missed weight. And it's just like, you know, even though he he ragdolled uh, Kevin Holland in like two minutes, it didn't matter. People were still upset because they wanted to see him go in there and, and, and whoop up on Nate Diaz, and it didn't happen. So people are upset about it. And you can't blame them. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. Listen, for now, this is your boy, Chris Cross. I hope you have a great day. God bless. As always, peace.